Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Vinny Apsella. Today is Monday, June 8th, 2020. I know it's been quite a while since I actually recorded an episode, uh, other than just not having the time or the creative motivation. And not to mention, I want to have a co-host or a guest on Joe's because it's I know that people get bored just listening to me. So I want other people on, and I can never find anybody on to come on. So unfortunately, that's why I haven't been recording. But regardless of uh, anything, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in today. I want to thank you for uh, all the help that uh, people have been giving to me for listening and support. Our country is in a state of unrest, and it's been like that for quite a while now, actually. Uh, But I will say this, uh, hopefully these ridiculous protests, and I'm not calling the idea behind it ridiculous, black people do matter, and yes, black people are still American citizens, if they're American citizens and not illegal immigrants, but that's besides the point at this point. Uh, Yes, black people are important to our country. The majority of what we have today in terms of pop culture, in terms of uh, everyday life has been influenced in some form or fashion by African Americans. Uh, It it goes back to Cedric Cedric the Entertainer and uh, when he was playing Sin La Salle and Be Cool, um, the movie with The Rock. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. And uh, the fact that there's racial epithets still going on in 2020 is ridiculous. However, I just got into a little bit of a conversation on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow me, follow me at the Apicella SWE or follow the Sportswire at Sportswire Audio. I keep them separate for a couple reasons. One, not even though I'm the only person on the show, not all of my opinions go with the sports wire theme. <clears throat> um, and number two, it's easier that way. So I got into a conversation on Twitter with somebody, and you know the the original conversation was about the Confederate flag and if it still had a place in history and everything and. You know what? The fact is that it is. It's part of history. It's part of uh, our culture. Uh, it, sh- it does demonstrate a, a time when our country was separated north and south. And But what people don't realize is that, you know what? It's still a part of, of, of culture. And, and you know, you could say, oh, that was a bad time. And then the southern, the southern people, you know, they, they endorse slavery and this and that and the other. And you would probably be right, but at the same time, it is still a part of uh, a legacy. It's a, it's a part of Southern pride. Um, and, you know, the person said, well, what, pride of owning slaves or pride of losing the war? Well, it has nothing to do with slave owning or losing the war at this point in time anymore. It has more to do with the idea of being proud to be a Southern American, you know, uh, of course, not from South America, of course, but a Southern United States American. Um, which we kind of have to figure that out because <laughs> we are the United States of America, not Connecticut, uh, 
the U.S. is not the only American. You know what I mean? Mexicans are Americans because they live in, you know, Mexico is part of North America. Same thing with Canadians. And then everybody down in South America, they're still, they're still technically Americans. But <laughs> that's just semantics. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's still Southern pride. So, you know, and, and, you know, and I made the comment, nobody living today has ever owned slaves or been a slave. And, and the, the only slavery going on is corporate slavery because CEOs make much more than the average Joe, but that's again, besides the point. Uh, see, here's, here's what I see. And, 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 I will never say that I know everything about slavery. I know everything, you know, I'll never say that I know everything about racism or anything because I've never experienced that kind of stuff. However, I will say this, you know, I have never owned a slave. I've never been a slave. Um, and that goes for everybody living in this country today. Nobody's ever, nobody alive was alive during the Civil War, during slavery time. Okay, maybe somebody was born right at the tail end and is 150 years old now, but I highly doubt that. Um, but the fact remains is that, you know, nobody was alive during that time. So it's time to kind of move on. And, and the person responded to me saying, no, nobody's been a slave, but there are people that are alive that remember when they were forced to be segregated. Okay. That's a valid point. And, I mean, schools in Boston weren't completely integrated until the 1990s, which I didn't know until I took my history class uh, a couple months, a couple semesters ago. Uh, I, you know, and it, it comes back to becoming educated. I didn't realize that even up until the 90s, there was still segregation going on. You know, and you could, you could say you know, there's still segregation today or what have you. Um, it's sad, but true. But here's the, here's the thing. In order to eradicate racism, I mean, and this is 2020, okay? We should have, we should be way past that point. But unfortunately, until all the racists, the actual racists, not just because you're called one on Twitter or not just because you're a Trump supporter or not just because you're a conservative, a Republican, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, the real racists who actually have race, racism in their heart, okay, and prejudging in their heart until they all die out and, and they're not allowed, and, you know, their children go to school and learn the fact that, you know, there should not be racism. Unfortunately, it's going to be here, you know, and, and you, you know, you can't always teach an old dog new tricks, you know. That, that's where it comes down to. Um, so, but the reason why racism is still alive is because it, it, it pushes the media and the establishment's, establishment's narrative to keep us separated. And that's the biggest. Racism would be eradicated if the media wasn't always pushing it. Okay? Think about this, all right, for a second. The whole Black Lives Matter Thing, okay, I will never, ever, ever, ever support the hashtag Black Lives Matter group, okay, because it's just a domestic terrorist group. It's that in itself is racist, okay. They're the black version of the KKK, 
Um, I support black people. I support the idea that black lives do matter, but I will never support the group of black lives matter. Okay. Just to make that perfectly clear. With that said, okay. Yes. Black people do matter. Um, but the media, think about it. Whenever there's a killing, a shooting, um, anything to do with the police at this point, what are the ones that are actually reported? It's always black, black on black or white on black. You never see black on white. You know, the media is very selective. And this goes, and I'm not talking just CNN, Fox, and I'm talking about even local affiliates. You know, ABC, NBC, each each individual affiliate station that has their news, their notable notable events, weather and sports. Okay, we you know we're we're just past the one year anniversary of the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos. Okay, it's the 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 mother of five from Darien, Connecticut, that has disappeared. No trace. You know, they've never found a body, you know, and uh, her husband, Fotis Dulos, was her ex-husband, was the prime suspect. He ended up killing himself back in January. Um, and, and both of them were white. Both of them were white. There's no black on black there, okay? So, yes, that was a major story, and I get that. And I get media has good uses, especially if somebody's missing. Have you seen them? Uh, but how many times do you see the grainy uh, surveillance footage of somebody robbing a convenience store? And 75% of the time, it's a black person, not a white person, a black person. Uh, in Chicago, black-on-black -black, uh, murders are at an all-time high. I think it was like 23 people were shot over, or I'm sorry, in 48 hours, there were 87 shootings with like 20 people dying and it was all black on black. Well, where's Black Lives Matter there? Why aren't they marching there? Um, uh, Sergeant David Dorn, who's a retired, I'm sorry, Lieutenant um, in St. Louis, I believe it was, was killed during the riots and the looting. Okay. He was black. Does his life matter? to the Black Lives Matter movement. Luckily, the person that killed them, they were arrested. But let's take, let's, let's take a look. Let's break down the three. Now, I know there's a lot of incidents, and, there, and I'm not going to... Let me stop it and bring it back for a second. This is not something justifying any murder. This is not something justifying any kind of police brutality. It happens. There are bad police officers. You know, there are dirty cops that... that you know, we've seen it, and and not just in movies, but we know it's out there. We know there are dirty cops out there. We know there are cops out there that are racist, you know, in that good old boy mentality. Now, <clears throat> I've seen it, okay? An ex-fiance of mine, an ex-girlfriend of mine, her brother-in-law was a cop, or is a cop, was a cop, I don't know if he's still there or not, but he was constantly cheating on his wife and, and you know, all of his peers just covered for him. And that's the unfortunate truth. Um, and here we go. Now they got to bring, this person has to bring in that 
Trump is racist, which is not true. Um, but, you know, it's like, it's a mentality. It's a fraternity mentality, you know, and there needs to be more people holding other cops accountable, you know, but, but you know what? Let me bring it. Let me, let me also bring it back <clears throat> when I was in prison. Okay. And, and the biggest thing that I heard was snitches get stitches. Okay. Even the hood, the ghetto, you know, the gangs, the that kind of lifestyle, which is predominantly black and Hispanic or minority, maybe I should say, trying to be more politically correct. Okay, um, the, the 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 idea that snitches get stitches, the idea that somebody who's going to hold you accountable and hold you accountable for your crime is a bad thing. Okay. That it's a bad thing. I'm sorry, but if I see one of my friends doing something illegal, yes, I'm going to call the cops on them. Because that's what a good person does. But it's okay for criminals to have the snitches get snitches mentality. Okay, to not hold themselves accountable or their peers accountable. But then when it comes to cops who have the same mentality, in most cases, it's a bad thing. And you want cops to hold themselves accountable, but yet the criminals don't want to hold themselves accountable. So it's a catch-22. It really is. And now they're talking about defunding police officers and all that kind of garbage. It's complete BS, and it's going to come back to anarchy, unfortunately. Thank God we have a president who believes in law and order and is working on getting our country back to where it needs to be. The problem is you have a, uh, you have like Minneapolis now, you have many Democratic governors and mayors. Minneapolis is looking to, to defund and abolish their police department. Really? That's fucked up, it, and it's going to cause more problems because now you're saying it's okay to go out and commit crimes because we have nobody that's going to police them. There's a home invasion and you call 911. Well, we'll give you our thoughts and prayers, but we don't have any cops to send out there. That makes absolutely no sense. And all these and all these uh, celebrities are jumping on board. But what I really want to get to is out of the, th you know, like I said, there are many instances of police brutality on not just white on black. Okay, it is black on black, white on white, you know, cop on criminal. Okay, and, and in most of the cases, the criminal brings it on himself. If you actually learn to respect the cops, maybe they won't feel the need to, you know, hit you or, or whatever, or use force. But that's, again, people don't want to learn, listen to truth or facts. Uh, so with that said... Okay, with that said, out of the three people that were killed that the movement started, the protests started this, this round, okay, you had Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and Ahmad Arbery, if I'm, I have to figure out if I'm saying that right. Um, yeah, Ahmad Arbery, okay. <clears throat> out of the three of them, only one was actually racially motivated, and that was the um, Ahmad Arbery. 
because you know the the and this guy was an ex cop. He was a retired cop, so he wasn't even a cop. It was a retired cop and his son. So he wasn't on active duty. He was whatever. He took it upon himself and he's made the statement. When I saw him running, I just knew he was a criminal. That is racism. That right there, that one statement is prejudging and racism. Okay? That's the only one that has actually been racially motivated. Let's take George Floyd of Minneapolis. Okay? His death should have never happened. I will point out, none of these deaths should have ever happened. Okay? Here's the little thing people don't want you to know. George Floyd, George Floyd was a criminal, was a career criminal, been in and out of prison for the past 10 years, actually at one point held a pregnant woman at gunpoint with the gun pointed into her belly during a home invasion, okay, and spent five years in prison for that, spent uh, multiple other times in prison for drugs and, and uh, uh, selling drugs and, you know, whatever, and the day that he was arrested, okay, he was high on meth and fentanyl. Uh, he wasn't a good person. But just leave it like that. He wasn't a good person. Does it mean he deserved to die? No, of course not. The cop in in Minneapolis, Derek Chauvin, he and I did, and I said this on my YouTube show. Okay, they had worked together. They had previously had you know uh, dealings with each other. It was premeditated. Okay, and. Chauvin has had a again a rap sheet of, of internal affairs investigations a mile long. So these are both of them. These are two not good people. I don't know how Chauvin was still uh, a cop afterwards. Okay, he deserves to be in prison, and the other three for for watching everything happen deserve to be in prison. That I I will say completely. But to use George Floyd as a reason for Black Lives Matter, you're. you're you're basically telling your kids, let's honor this man who was a career criminal. Let's honor this man who held a pregnant woman at gunpoint. No, sorry. That doesn't sit right with me. But it doesn't go with their agenda. Again, it was a white cop killing a black guy. Regardless of the context behind it, that's their agenda. Okay? Rihanna Taylor. Again, a tragic accident. A tragic mistake. The story behind it is that the cops were investigating this this drug dealer and uh, supposedly got intel that he was staying at this residence or a apartment or whatever, and the judge issued a no-knock warrant, and there were plainclothes cops that broke into the house and while uh, Brianna and her boyfriend were sleeping. Now, the guy, the, the boyfriend started shooting at the cops because he thinks that there's a home evasion. He thinks people are are burglarizing his house, so he starts shooting. He had every right to start shooting to protect his house, okay? And once the body cameras came back and they heard the 911 call, uh, they, they dropped all charges for attempted murder on a cop because he was arrested, okay? That's, that's where you get... Things happen in the heat of the moment, okay? And once the investigation concludes, justice is served. Now, <clears throat> the problem is, during that gunfight, Breonna Taylor, while she was sleeping, was shot eight times and was, was, was killed. 
but it doesn't, but it again, it doesn't come down to racism. That's what people don't understand. It was a tragic accident. It sucks. It, it, it's heartbreaking. The girl was only 20 something years old. Her birthday just passed. It was sad. It was heartbreaking. But it wasn't racist. It could have happened to anybody. You know, and there was a lot of police miscommunication. The guy they were looking for was already in prison. So if there was some, you know, some kind of communication between the departments, they would have known they didn't have to worry about this. And the idea to issue a no-knock warrant in the middle of the night, I'm sorry, that's just a little ridiculous. I get it that there are times where cops have to surprise people so they don't run, but if you're going to do plain clothes, here's what I feel. If you're going to do plain clothes, it has to be a knock warrant. Because if you do a no-knock warrant with plain clothes cops, it does. It looks like a home invasion. I can only imagine what those those poor people went through, um, you know, thinking somebody was breaking into their home and it turned out to be cops trying to arrest somebody who wasn't even there, who was already in custody. There needs to be changes, but it doesn't mean that that was a racist act, okay? It was involuntary manslaughter at best. They did not mean to kill anybody, Okay. So I've known people that have gotten only probation from involuntary manslaughter. Justice needs to be served, yes, but don't make it worse than it is. Brianna Taylor was an EMT. She was a young girl. She was a good person from all accounts that I've heard. Um, and, you know, it's, it's sad that it happened, but it wasn't racist. Last night was In Your House, NXT TakeOver In Your House. Great show and uh, one of the best, in my opinion. They brought Todd Pettengill back. They had commercials for Ico Pro and had commercials for the new ice cream bars or cookie sandwiches, if you want to call them that, whatever. Um, it was a great show. But I want to thank you all for listening. My name is Vinny Absol. Follow me on Twitter at SWE. Follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Sportswire SWE. Uh, you can also uh, email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com. Send some information. Uh, definitely help us out on anchor.fm, which you can get to sportswireaudio.com. Enjoy your week, everybody. Try to stay safe and love everybody. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great day. See you next time.